Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, and this episode is a bit of an interesting episode, and I have no idea what's going to come out of this or what my dear, sweet, loving partner, Stav, is going to share with us. Hey, babe, how you doing? Uh, hello, babe, how are you? Good to hear from you. <laughs> So Stav's in Australia right now, and I'm in the States. Uh, we're recording this via Zoom, and we've just done two episodes on the dark masculine, and we had a lot of conversation in the Facebook group and on the lives that get recorded in there around just questions for men, um, how men see the world, how men see this path of kind of evolving and women stepping into their fullness and the different challenges that it brings up for them. And then also what is their path? Um, so what is a man's rewilding path or what is his path to stepping into fullness or consciousness or evolving? So um, no pressure then, babe, on, on this. <laughs> Interesting topic. I can feel it already. <laughs> I can feel it already. You got questions. and that's Here's crazy. my first question. Questions. What is... <laughs> I got, I got a good question for you right off the bat. What is the most challenging aspect of being in our relationship, which is ever-evolving, ever-changing, right? I'm constantly shifting and changing and moving and growing and stepping into this new archetype and then opening up to this next archetype. And they come flying in when we're making love. And, and I, I want to hear from you. And I think a lot of women have this question, like, what is it from a man's perspective What's the most challenging thing for you? Oh, God, that's a good one. That starts off uh, in a way that I wasn't expecting. But look, for me, the hardest thing for me over the period of our time, four years, there's no stability. <laughs> <laughs> like like I, I come from a place of that stability. And I guess that stability for me in, in time of, of what it was it's a little bit of control, all right, is when I've got that stability, I've got control of our relationship. Right. Um, and I feel the, the hardest pit of that, of, you know, being involved in, in your life like this is, you know, wanting that stability. I kept saying, look, we, I need you to be in that world, in this world. I want more time in this world. But when you look at it and you have a self-reflect, on, on what do you that. mean by this world? So just explain uh, that. What do you mean by this world? Well, the spiritual realm and obviously the society realm, you know what I mean, which is miles yep. apart, you know what I mean? So I handsomely fit in that part, which is society, but I'm also very much separated from it as well. But my share with you on that is I'm trying to – we've been binding this to get closer and closer, which we have now, but the hardest part for me was is – and not acknowledging that for myself because it was something that I was fear of. Uh, you know, I'm getting the light sh- shone on me, but I'm not actually accepting it. And by not accepting it, right. keeps that keeps that uh, growth not growing. So it keeps me in that stability place of not growth and keeps it me, you know, wavering away from the word fear and, and, and all those things that I can't control. So your openness and your evolving if I'm not with you and I'm not coming with you, and then I'll get left behind. And that's what happens if, if you don't, if you're looking for that stability and that power and control of that relationship for that part, that person's going to outgrow you, especially the growth you go at. 
I mean, you grow every day. There's a, there's a change in you every day. Well, and I hear that from the women in rewilding as well, and not just on the rewilding path, but on other paths too, is, you know, like, how do I bring my man with me? Like I, or my partner, it might not be a man that's their partner, but I love this person mm-hmm. and, and I want them in my life, but I am also called to open and I'm called to awaken and I'm called to evolve. And, and so from your perspective, right, being in those shoes, what tips can you give to women or to men? There might be men listening to this who are evolving and growing and wanting to shift and change, but they also want to maintain their relationship with this loved one. What the hell do we do? How do we do this? Yeah, well, that's, that's another good question. But look, my feel is I'm someone that likes to ask a lot of questions. I need to ask questions because if I'm not getting questions, I, I, can't, I can't feel it. I can't act on it. I can't respond to it. So one of your great gifts that you've got, besides all the great things you're doing to yourself and to the world, is you share. You share the experience and you share it in a way that I can understand it. Now, by sharing that experience allows me to adapt and feel and accept. And that's the gift that you've got is the communication part of it. You can communicate the changes and what you're embodying. Once you start sharing that part and and embodying that part at the same time, sharing it, whether it's through sex, whether it's through a relationship, whether it's through an argument, whether it's through a pattern that you've just cut, um, you share it. But I also ask a lot of questions because I'm fully watching you evolve every day. I'm fully seeing right. changes. I'm fully seeing um, – I'm always asking you, what, what are you journal today? What are you doing today? What's happened today? What's come in? What's come out? What did you get from that experience? I'm continually asking questions because if I don't ask questions – I'll get left behind. Now, it's not that I want in control of that. Is I'm also wanting to feel that. So, and a lot of that comes from our lovemaking, right? A lot of that comes from really yeah. being present, present in our lovemaking. And most of our growth or my growth comes from that. You bring the light in from that. I then, I've got two things to do. Either I embody that light, accept it, or I get stubborn with it and don't want it. And, you, and when you I, say light, you just mean whatever's coming in to make you more conscious to the wake light you is up what, more. Exactly. Yeah. The light is what you're getting and you're receiving. So what you're receiving, which allows you to evolve and grow. Yeah. Now I can feel that light. And you've denied the light in the past. Thank you for reminding me. I have denied <laughs> the light in the past, <laughs> not deliberately or, but you know, consciously when that, when we evolve and see that, it's creating that, that stability of or, or getting rid of that stability of that um, life isn't about that. Life is about being unpredictable. Life is about growing and changing. And that's yeah. what it is. It's for us men is to ask the question and for the, uh, for the woman or, or the man, whoever it might be in that spur of that growth, is to share it, not hide it. Like I've been in a lot of workshops where women are so scared to have their partners there uh, because it's, they've gone so far with it <laughs> Well, where yeah, are they going? This, where, this is huge. Where are, they, where are they going? Where? What part do you want them to pick up on? I mean, Jesus, you know, you, I think you've that's gone a big so thing. far. We hide. Yeah. We we're scared. Like as, and I can share this from my experience and women who are part of rewilding. And this is what you're talking about that you've seen in our men and women's workshops is women and myself included was scared to show you 
all of these parts of myself scared that it was going to be too much for you scared that scared that you would leave scared that you wouldn't love me if I I was becoming this fullness or this much woman or this emotional or this unpredictable or this wild or this open or this erotic or this right like that's a huge fear that we as women have scared to be seen scared that we won't be loved in that and scared that those who do love us or those who we love will leave us exactly and and once that gap gets too big that's the part that it's very hard because once you start going back to try and pick up those pieces just to remember as you would go back to then bring our man back there we are then falling into his patterns the patterns that we've outgrown in that relationship or patterns that we've outgrown in our life so, right. now so that we're shutting now, those parts of ourselves down or shutting those parts of ourselves off to continue to fit back into an old way of being so we can stay in the relationship. To be accepted is what right. it's all about, right. to be accepted So again. here's the and other then, thing. Are these, and then start here's, again. Here's a, here's a huge question for you. Are these irrational fears that, that we as women have? that we as women on this path have as we're evolving and we're growing and we're opening into our fullness and we're wild and we're erotic and we're this, but we're scared to show you, is that irrational? Or should we be afraid to show our men? Because most men will freak out. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I can only share the experience that I've had with you in regards to, I wanted to know. Yeah. I wanted to know all of it. And if it's living on the edge of, the, of a cliff, for that moment, uh, and our next step is we free fall. I wanted to be there. I said, I wanted to know that. Um, yeah. And, and as we continually evolve and we continue to share that, I, I think it's vitally important that the women aren't afraid of that because the women or, or the men, depending on which way we go with this, we're open to light and we've accepted that this is our path and this is our soul. This is what our soul is asking for. Yeah. Um, so why hide that? Why deny that? And why be ashamed of that? Um, and, and that's the gift. That's the gift that I've been able to experience with you is not suppress that in you. I mean, I couldn't wait to open that up and you continue to talk about it and it got to a stage where you go, can we not Ooh. talk about this today? <laughs> no, I want, I, I want to know. So the gap, what I'm really worried about and what I get scared about when you ask that question is and what I've experienced and seen from others in the workshop is don't let that gap go. You know, don't be afraid I'm going to rewilding today or I'm doing this work today. Because this, this, this is where I fit my life. And, and don't settle for uh, stability. Uh, don't settle for a man's power or control. Don't settle for I'm here because there's a roof over my head. Um, don't settle because this is the man who's going to father my child. Settle for what your soul's asking for and what it wants. Yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 yeah. and once, uh, once you feel that, your body heals. You're healing. You're always healing. And I see so many people, and I've experienced this as well, where my body gets sick. Now, God knows, I would have never known why. But it's because I'm not on my purpose. I'm not following what I want to follow and what I want to do. Right. You right. know, so when I don't follow that, I get sick. And what do you why want am to I do? sick? What is your purpose? I just, well, my purpose is to be with you and, and continue doing this work and love the crap out of you. It's Would hard. you say <laughs> that you've had <laughs> Right, it's not easy, you know what I mean? Because Jesus. Would you say that you've had to continually make that choice over and over and over again? I've, I've fought that, that choice because, you know, there's parts of ourselves that we know. I've told you from day one, I'm here for you. From day one, I knew that this woman here is for me to, 
to change my cycle where I needed to be in my life. So as much as there was a lot of work done on yourself, there's also a lot of work done on myself to then grow. You know, I mean, I needed to grow. I needed to cut all these cords from that I've evolved in because my body was asking for it. I wasn't well. I wasn't healing. My body was, my soul was right. hurting. And the side and that was hurting was, yeah, my spiritual side is my left side. And I didn't want to connect with that, you know, as much as it's there for me right. until you come along. And, and then even when you come along, we got into this kind of work. I still kept fighting, right? Because I kept thinking I'm the pure one here, <laughs> right? I'm the one. That, <laughs> I'm the one. I'm the one. I'm the one that's purifying her. Well, yeah, to a certain degree, until the the mirror is reflected, and I look at myself, and that's the part. Right. That's the letting go of that stability and the control, like the control, yeah. like that's the that's the part. So us men or us women. We need to be more upfront with what we're feeling and, and make sure we come from the place where our bodies are healing and as they heal, we're expressing our growth and allowing that light to come in. And, and you said, don't be afraid. You said something so powerful to me. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just want to get this in there before I forget it. You said something so powerful to me today about you thought you were I don't know the words. You thought you were higher than God or not high. Oh, yeah, 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 Can yeah. Can you yeah. say it in your words, please? Because it sliced through me. I can't even tell you how it sliced through me. Yeah, well, during our process, whether it's daily, whether this it's This was whether during the denial of the light. So just for yes, everybody right. yeah, listening, uh, yeah. I just also want to share with you, like part of mine and Stav's process and, and our journey together was um, – and what he's just shared is this denial of the light or fear of the light, or you can call it the divine or the divinization of self or the evolution yeah, or yeah. evolution to consciousness. Yeah. Look, for my, for what my realization with that was, was from the perspective that I felt that I was more powerful than God and healing myself. The light's coming in, yet I thought I was above that. Right. I thought I was above the light. So instead of accepting the light, come in for my growth. I didn't want the growth. I'm not taking this. I'm better off. I know what I'm doing. And that's, right. that, thought of, that's that thought of that control um, and not yes. accepting that, you know. And Yes, and this is it. the battle of ego versus the surrender over 100%, to the divine. 100%, right? yeah, the, 100%. The ego wants the stability, wants the control, wants to think it knows exactly what it's doing. I've got this. I'm 100%. in control. I can handle this. And that's not reality and you can see it by the disease happening in your body or the injury or the car accident or the cancer or the everything that's just showing yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. And I think our soul is speaking loud. It speaks loud. And, and I guess from that perspective, when I feel the light coming from you or from myself, where I, when the light comes in, I thought I was better than it. I was higher than it. And, you know, that's, that's what that does. That creates a place of... Uh, selfishness, fear, ego, and a, a lot of other different thoughts that come into it. But the fact of the matter is, is I'm stopping myself from growing, um, and yeah. I'm happy to, and I'm happy and to do why? that because why? Because we're afraid. There. It's that fear. This is what I wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This afraid. is what I want to share. I'm not saying I want to hear it from you. I want to share it with everybody. Yeah. And it's, it's fear we're, we're of af- fear it's, of what? It's, it's fear of growth. It's fear of changing who we are. It's fear of getting rid of those old patterns. It's fear of, um, you know, being a distorted sort of way of control. It all comes down to control, right? 
It's about losing and letting go of control right. of that situation, of that relationship, of that purpose, of whatever it might be because at the end of the day we are continually growing and learning and if we continue to stop the light coming in, we stop learning. And when we stop learning, yeah. we get hurt. Our soul gets hurt. You know, we don't live, we live from our soul, not from our body. And too many of us live from our body. And when we live from our body, we get ill. Live Can from the soul. Can you talk to me? Yep. Can you talk to me about the differences that you see in men and women? So I know that you'll usually say things like men are more dense than women. Overall. Now I'm, I'm just, I know that we're yeah, making yeah, generalizations yeah, 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 yeah. here, but just from your standpoint, like you've watched my journey, you've seen a lot of other women in rewilding their kind of their process. You've been in men and women's workshops. You've seen men's journeys. You've got a few men in your life who who are on this journey of evolution and consciousness and, and yeah, like, that. Yeah, like yeah. can you share from your perspective, what you see as the differences between a man's journey and a woman's journey? Yeah, the, the, the beautiful thing that I see and the hardest thing to explain from my youth through my sporting career, which is very masculine and very, uh, very ego, right? Very ego and very powerful. Right. Um, and I always come back to the sexual parts of our bodies, you know what I mean? And I feel that the difference between men and women in today's society and one of the big things is women share their emotions. They really open up to their emotions and let their bodies sing and let their bodies heal. Men block those emotions when you block those emotions when you when you block those emotions and you you are blocking all your chakras nothing's Mm -hmm. working yeah when you start blocking that and you're not letting light come in you're not you're living from your head up like your jaw up we just in the intellectual realm right not a yeah intellectual realm but the other thing is is we are so afraid for growth and heavens a bid do we when do we find a woman that wants to evolve we do not want that because right. that will open up our fear, our deepest fears and our deepest worries and concerns and and we become very fragile <laughs> fragile <laughs> but you don't and show the fragility at first never oftentimes never, you show no. the roaring beast like the wild animal who wants to kill everything in its sight comes out instead what, of the fragile hurt what we, scared truth of it all like what you watch yes. that layer come out first but usually what we do then, oftentimes what we do all the time but what we do then is we really want to get into our partner and stop her evolution stop her growth stop everything that she's trying to evolve herself in stop her from being who she wants to be in her fullness we will then unconsciously i will use the word unconscious not conscious because i'm hoping men don't consciously do that but we will then bring them into a pattern that still allows us to sit a little bit higher than them to suppress right. their fullness. And, and that's what we do. That's, that's, the biggest, that's the biggest pain barrier. I'm hoping it's unconscious. We don't consciously mean that. It's just a pattern of what we have been brought into and it's a pattern what society, society likes things. Things are materialistic stuff, you know, and we want that as our saviour to say you are now part of that but I control this kingdom. And, and when we get into that little realm or that little place where a woman's trying to get into a fullness, she's vulnerable, all right? She's vulnerable because she's trying to grow. The light's coming in. She's cutting old parts of her out. But Jesus, in those times, if the man's not stable and, and, and got good energy for her, she will always fall back into those old patterns because it's safe there as well. 
So that's the and that's out the of her love for this person. Out of a love for that person. It's out of love, out- but it's also out of, I agree with you, safety and security. There's safety. I see so many women make this choice to stay in a shitty relationship that's totally preventing them from living their soul's path, their soul's purpose. It's actually making them ill, right? They're getting breast cancer or they're getting this or that. Or 100%. Or yeah, yeah. All of that stuff because of but- safety and security. But if they can see, if they can see that, but also they can see their love on wanting to share that light or get involved in that, they've got to act on it very quickly. Jump on it. Bring him in. Um, but you cannot bring him in if you aren't being truthful to him. If you are not being truthful to him, if you're not really saying to yourself, I'm wanting to evolve, I'm wanting to get a better relationship, not with someone else, with him or, you know, with her, whoever might be the sexes. You're wanting to have a better relationship, not just with yourself, but with the partner you love. If they are not wanting to do that and they want to live from myself of patterns, that's fine. They're not ready. That's and it's honoring the journey. It's honoring each person's unique soul path, right? Like me honoring your unique path. I have to honor it. If I'm asking you to honor my path. And my soul's desires and longings and how I want to express in this life, I have to honor yours. Exactly. And I also have to honor that the relationship may or may not be a lifelong relationship. And everything, in every aspect of life, there is changes. And we just have to work with those changes. But as long as we are taking care of ourselves, and I don't mean it from a selfish place, I mean it from a healthy place, that the alignment that your body, that you're making, keeps you healthy and if, if it's keeping you healthy you're aligned with what you love doing you know and it's if hurting you or you're getting sick due to you wanting to stay in this relationship because you love this man then you're not aligned with your soul and, and it's going to take you down it'll make you sicker yeah. and sicker um and that's the difference when we look at the men and the women women are sharing their emotions much more um and the men are blocking that there's a massive block in us yeah, that's a huge that's a huge kind of foundational step that I see for both men and women because I see women who stand so strongly in their masculine that they have blocked all of their emotions too. Of course, their of whole course. Lives. it works in both. It works in Stone both. Stone cold. Yeah. I've got no emotions. I've never cried in my life. I lock it in. I hold it in, and I'm just this like rigid ball of yickiness. Because yeah, I don't I, trust the I man, I don't trust the woman, the woman, uh, my past relationship, this happened, right. da, 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 da. It, just, it continues to flow and they are the patterns that we have a choice to cut and they are the patterns that we don't want anymore. And when you uh, walk into the world or the, the realm, whichever realm we walk into, you will attract where you're at. And if you're at a place of a man coming into your life or a woman coming into your life, you will be able to make solid decisions because your body will align with that and your soul will align with that. And it doesn't mean that uh, you're going to be in a relationship. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have a conversation with this man. It doesn't mean that you're not going to make love to this man. But you will know very quickly because your body just feels. It just knows. You know? Yeah. And, 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 we, and we have to be honest with ourselves. I mean, that's another one of those foundational principles is you're, like you're saying, your body just knows. But then how I, often do we lie to ourselves? How often do we pretend like we didn't hear the truth? How often do we pretend like we didn't hear what our body is screaming at us? A lot. Well, we, a lot. And our thermometers we always use with each other um, is your body. 
how's your body feel after all this a month of this right. how's it feel you know right. um, and there's your answers they're there they're, it's leaking out of yeah. our body yeah you know, happiness comes out of our body um Brightness comes out of our body. Light's coming right. in. What what are we stopping? Where are we hurting each other? What part Joseph of our body? Joseph Campbell, like Joseph Campbell, says it so brilliantly. Um, just another way of saying it: aligning with your highest path is. He says it so simply. Follow your bliss. Follow your yeah. bliss. That's it. Yeah. Um, and there's more to it than just that. But I love that because it simplifies it. Okay, I want to shift gears a little bit. Can we shift gears? Just one, just one thing. Just remember, I know some of the women or some of the men are in beautiful relationships with kids and things on. It's hard to escape that. I'm not asking you to escape that. I'm asking you to, to share what you feel. And if you can share what you feel, the fear goes and you feel happy inside. Whether the male erupts or whether the feminine erupts in that part, whatever might happen, then a day coming out of your body, allowing that to be shared, it will settle. Yeah. You know, you will settle and you'll feel a lot more healthier. So don't look at this and saying, I need to get out of this relationship, you know, or I need to run away from this or that. It's just sharing. Just really be open with your alignment and confronting the person or confronting uh, that with someone and sharing that. And so, look, this is where my body's at. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm connecting with. It's not crazy. It's not weird. It's just, you know, you feel healthy by doing that. Yeah, yeah. Use your body as, use your soul as, as your alignment, as your truth. Love it. Yeah, now are you ready? Do. Yeah. <laughs> Stop smiling at me like that. I can't help you. You're at it again. You're, you're ovulating again, aren't you? <laughs> close. Close. <laughs> Get out of plane. Get out of plane. <laughs> All right. Next question is around opening up to the feminine. So you as a man, right? Yep. 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 You live in a man's body. And I I had like the great honor of witnessing you open up to your feminine. And it was one of the most magnificent things that I have ever witnessed in my life. And, and I watch other men now in workshops opening up to the feminine within. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about it from a standpoint of we, as women, we've been opening up to our masculine for, you know, at least a generation now, maybe a few generations, depending on where we're from and our, our culture. But now it's like, I feel, babe, that you're kind of on the cutting edge of where men are at with, with regards to opening up to the fullness of their masculine mm. and the fullness of their feminine. So it's almost still unacceptable for a lot of men to open up to their feminine. I know conversations you've had, like there are a lot of friends that you don't have anymore. And there are conversations that you just can't have with like the dude down at the pub because he's going to look at you like, really you pansy or whatever i want to talk about that i want to talk about what it's like for you to have opened up to emotions open up to because babe you you really not to share intimate things about you but you are so incredibly open to the feminine it is one of the most glorious things to witness yeah and also in like our lovemaking and just our daily dance of of our relationship is I can shift into the masculine, you can shift into the feminine and then you can shift into the masculine and I can shift into the feminine and we can do this glorious wild dance of fullness, which I wouldn't have it any other way. Like that's the only way that I now feel met. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, At all. And so I want to talk about that. Sorry. That was a long winded question, but 
No, no, it's good to to talk about it. Look, the feminine. Look, you're right. I've got no friends no more. Uh, my <laughs> friends are, the only time my friends want to inter- interact is when I tell them something sexual, and you know, like talk to them about internal orgasms. Then they're, they're ease prick. But the truth of the matter is, I've got no one. I can't really talk to them, and it actually hurts my soul. And I get sick being involved with society's ways of living. You know, so when I'm actually connecting with old friends who are great friends of mine in the past. I get really hurt from that. So that energy yeah. really hurts me. So um, connecting with the feminine for me and, and the way I've experienced it now more than ever, like to even talk to you about this today, which is something that I can really say to you where I feel the feminine part is, is, is allowing the light to come in. And allowing the light to come in is actually then believing my spirituality, believe that. That's, right. So you that's feel the, the feminine for you the, connects you to your spirituality. Exactly. It connects me to my spirituality and that's what I feel to me when I look at the people that I've been around all my life and whether it's my family, whether it's my mates and the people that I grew up which are very strong masculine men, none of them have anything to do with spirituality in life uh, or feeling into that or allowing that light or even simple practices like yoga or whatever it might be, they're not there. My connection has been really allowing the light to come in through you, allowing to feel my spirituality and that's allowed me our feminine to come out and, and what about fem- yep sorry go ahead and my feminine has been one of the places where i now can consciously make and i can tell you this is the truth i can actually make my greatest decisions come from my feminine because this is what i was going to ask you to go into yeah the intuition okay, yeah. and the decision yeah, making the- process now that you have the wisdom of the feminine awakened within you yeah because those decisions whether it's buying something uh or whether it's making a decision on life it's the feminine is that place where it's, it sees it from a different perspective. It doesn't see the ego. It doesn't see the control. It sees the really wow. uh, spiritual part of life and God, the light. It really yeah. sees the softness of the water and the softness of, of the air. And it, those decisions come from not that I'm not, uh, don't feel that my masculine can do that, but I, when I'm in my feminine, they're the greatest decisions because it's not driven by power or control or forced, forced energy because I can do that more. I can do it better than you because i got this. When I'm in that place, it's very even and it's just from a place of, wow, yep, that can be bought. And the reason why it can be bought because it just feels great. You know? and, yeah. and I think that's been the gift of the spirituality uh, for me but also the feminine part. That's where I feel the calmness comes in. Right. You know? um, and allowing that to, to bind with my masculine and it's a beautiful blend. Um, and once those both dance together and sing and, and mix together, then there's no ego. It's just a very nice, calm place. It's like being on a cloud, you know what I mean? It's just healthy. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you feel good about it, you know what I mean? Because it's, me, it's, not dri- it's not driven. Yeah. Sex for is me, the same. It feels like, for me, it feels like the feminine brings the intuition or the wisdom or the higher truths or the higher knowings but it's my masculine that gets shit done in the world so my feminine comes in with this creative spark of uh, but if I didn't have a strong masculine it would just be this floating around idea or feeling in me of beautifulness and it's like my masculine then can take the action to bring it into the world like then makes it manifest but if I didn't have the feminine I wouldn't be coming from this higher connected love-filled, heart-connected place. And so creation 
is totally different. Would you agree with that? That is, that is it. That's the, yeah. that's the, exactly what it is. And it's basically being able very healthy in both places, but acknowledging it. So from my perspective, as I said before, it's letting the spirituality come in. The, the light, accepting yeah. the light. Remember I said that I thought right. I, was better than, I was better than the light? That's part of it. You know, that's right. the part that if you feel that you're better than the light, where am I coming from? That's not really healthy, is it? So it's really coming from an ego place. Whether it's yeah. taking you out for dinner, whether it's making love to you, that's going to be distorted power. Yeah, yeah. You might feel it straight away. but Tell me about the but, Kali experience with regards to distorted power. Oh, Tell me about her taking the sword to your cock. I want to hear that story. <laughs> I want to share that story. Yeah, really? I, want, I want to share that story. I promise we would share that story of the dark goddess castrating you like absolutely like the feminine the fiercest of the feminine comes and castrates you i want to hear about that i think that's important i think every man who's done this journey to a degree or long enough will come across that and it was yeah i just would love to hear it from your from your standpoint the gifts in it is it because you want to laugh or you want to take some laughter out of me and share that I was walking around with no cock and no balls for a few days. What do you, you want can, to share? You can start off with that part <laughs> where you were not wanting to look down and you sat on the toilet to go pee. And I felt well, horrible. Yeah, I felt horrible. Really? I'm pretty I sure did. you felt like you like being a man, don't you? I'm pretty sure you felt great. I hated it. You had really? three, it was terrible. It was horrible to watch my man walk around with no cock for three days. That's horrible. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure you were happy. You had a good break. But my experience <laughs> was... I'm never happy my, with a good break. My experience was that... I mean, obviously, you embodied it. You brought it into the bedroom a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, and, and at that Prior time, to this experience, uh, yep. The first time yeah. Kali came roaring into the bedroom, you would not even look me in the eyes. Well, I didn't even know what was happening. Well, remember, I didn't that know was what process- was going on. Yeah, on how that was at the very start. Like I didn't know yeah. what was happening or what sort of energy or archetype or goddess was coming in. And yeah, you refused yeah. to look at me, babe. Babe, um, don't. Can you not look at me? Like I don't. Yeah, who the hell am I? Who, yeah, who, am, who are me? you? But I think, um, babe, when we speak about that energy and that process, at the end of the day, it had to be pure in you first. It came hundred percent because I wasn't uh, pure that first time she showed up. Uh-uh. No, I, I was wielding a look, dirty, bloody I, I, sword. I think even six months later, I think it took you 12 months later to actually get to go back to her again. I mean, you skipped around it for a while. Yeah. Okay. So you want to laugh I'm not at denying me, but, that. Uh, yeah, good. She's, she's insane, right? Like, she, okay, but, she still uh, owns me. <laughs> but I think once you embodied the purity of her, then it had to come through me as well because you were not, you were not, continue this if it's not pure in you or if it's pure in you then you're demanding it to be pure in me and once you had and this is where we spoke about a little before about the evolving and the growth in and the light that comes in if i wasn't tapped into you then i wouldn't experience that or you wouldn't have experienced it but by tapping in it then allowed me to look at myself and take myself on and what is it that i'm looking for what is it that i'm not allowing to come in so that experience for me was that was really you coming out of that those old patterns and then seeing the value yeah. of Carly in your life. And yeah. then for me, 
because your ground, I had to come up and grow with you. Otherwise, I'd be still, still sitting in this place dealing with Carly who's trying to chop my head off and not accepting it. And you couldn't come back to that place. I had to rise. Yeah. By her coming into me and castrating me and taking everything away from me and making me feel worthless was a massive initiation. Right. So Absolutely. That, so that was my initiation with her was to accept her and then embody her and see the value in her. And the value in her was, as we just spoke before, in regards to the feminine part of my decision-making, was to also have her there in the masculine part as well. Knowing that her fierce feminine, yeah. Knowing, knowing that I can be confronted and, and be in a place and knowing that I'm not going to get distorted with that energy, you know, because she's with me and she's going to rid the saw on me and she's going to go straight through what I have to go through. So right. they, are, they are also massive initiations and when they come through, you've got to grasp them and see what value is she in my life, why is she here now, what is happening that I need to make an adjustment of or at right now because she's coming now. There's a reason why she's now. She's not coming in for something that's going to happen six months down the track. There's something in my life that needs to be looked at right now. Yeah. She's coming in a place to purify me. She's coming for a place to make a clean decision and, and the growth. And it's you want it, take her. If not, yeah. deal with it. Yeah, and that's where she came in. And the castration was me allowing that to be cleaned and to be yeah. purified and to be allowed to then, okay, okay, I'm going to be reborn here. Everything's going to start working soon, hope. And once that started, and once that started coming, I was able, I was able to take you to another place in our lovemaking. Absolutely. Uh, and and that was you allowing your color to come out and my color to come out, and it was actually beautiful love. And and that's the purifying. I think it's the growth. She's there for you to yeah. to look at something, and and not project something to look at something, to look at something within yourself and in your beautiful. life. God, so that I was, love that, babe. And I think that's the share. That's the sharing of her. I feel I like think whatever whatever we embody, I think it's all part of that, right? It's all part of what's what's that there for us now? What's it here for us to look at? Yeah. And if we don't embody it, is our soul getting sick? Are we are we getting crook? And I know I'm on this a fair bit, but that's what I feel. That's my my that's how I read things. If I'm on right. the right path and doing the right thing, like you Can being you an American now, I don't feel good. To talk. <laughs> I love you so much, honey. I do. He's a Gemini rising, um, which means he's very good at talking. Very good. Can change subjects really fast and can talk. We have this little ongoing joke between the two of us, 80-20. We talk 80% of the time and I talk 20% of the time. You've called me to ask questions. I I I don't answer questions. I can't talk. Well, I know, but I'm supposed to be asking more questions. Okay, let's go. I'll All right. I want to talk about the biggest gift in sexual healing that you gave to me. Um, And I just worded that wrong, but one of the biggest gifts that you gave to me was sexual healing. And I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about that. I I want, I want you to just share. Um, I'm okay for it to be shared, but I went through a lot um, of sexual healing with Stav and yep. not even traumas from this life, um, a few, but they're minor. So I didn't have rape from this life or I didn't have like childhood molestation from this life, but I carried those patterns. So I 
carried them ancestrally. And I just, they were just energetic patterns that were held strongly in my body. Now I didn't know that until I started to go deeply into the work. They were affecting my life. Um, and I didn't know why I wasn't having orgasms in my twenties and why I had terrible relationships and didn't trust men. Um, until Stav came along, really. And yeah. And I want to talk about this, babe, because you were really working with the archetypes was a really big part of it. But our work together is what healed me. And babe, that's I can't even give words to the gift that that has been to my life. So if you can yeah. share some of that. Yeah, with I think for women and with other men, like if there are men listening to this, or maybe this is a portion that women will want to share with their men, because I think yeah. this is something that needs to be shared with the world. It's yeah, please. Look, I'm no, I'm, I'm not. I'll be honest and share this. I'm no different to any man out there in regards to what we've processed over the years. But I'm conscious of things, and and once I make changes, I make changes for the better of myself to make sure be able to purify myself first whether it's sexual. Now, I had to come to you. I had to be pure in my sex. So basically, yeah. I'm not a person that looks at porn. I've never looked at porn. So my sex life had been very um, clean in yeah. regards to, I use the word clean. I mean, I don't know how to use it, but not much experience in sex. Um, but I had a pure mind. So I didn't have a vision of others when making love, or especially with you or with others. But what I want to share was is, for the men, you know, when your partner has a lot of traumas in that place, whether it's from the sex part and the healing part of the sexualities, don't use your cock to thrust her and fuck her. Use your cock to love her. Um, and the best way to do that is when you're inserting yourself inside her, feel her, feel her body, feel her insides, feel parts of the wars. You will feel wars. If you're really conscious with your cock, it is the most powerful tool. You will feel wars and those wars are wars that if you slow things down and feel your partner's body, mind and her lines, you will be able to let her express what she's feeling. Now, she might break into a, a loud part of a fear or, or tears, but you're allowing that space for that to happen. And that's where I think my value was to you was – to love you, not fuck you. And at that time of your part of your life, you wanted to be loved. You needed to feel a lot of security in that place. You needed to feel a lot of um, presence in that place. You needed to feel a lot of different aspects that you weren't getting from whether it's past lives or this life. You didn't want to be treated like that. You needed to be really connected. And the cock had to really be something that it was actually a light coming in you and healing parts of you yeah. that was was that that was needing to be healed. Now, I wasn't judgmental, but I wasn't also I was also making love to you because I wanted to heal you. Now, whether it was my hands touching you, whether it was my cock being inside you, or whether it was just holding space for you at that time, it didn't really matter whether we had to be making love, as long as that the energy was the sex energy, which was allowing us to whether I was rubbing your back, whether I was rubbing your body wherever my hands might be, which would have brought that energy, it was still the same kind of energy of love. Um, so it wasn't always intimate, was it? It wasn't always an intimate thing where I was inserting inside you. But it was parts of your body loving it. 
and allowing you to yeah. express and share, allowing you to share your feel, what you've gone into to then talk about it and then heal it. You know what I mean? And as you started doing that, as we started doing that, I could penetrate you further. And then yeah. those, those lines kept getting clearer and clearer. And every time we got through a wall, an orgasm got bigger or better. You know, an opening of you would surrender um, to a place where you know, your your yoni now is very, very open and very loving and very and, and very, healthy. It is very healthy, but there's a lot of work. But it's that consciousness of the man, and you know, we always want to go in there and thrust our fucking cocks inside you, uh, and it comes from a place of. Look, I'm going to defend us men for a little bit because we're not conscious of it, right? We don't know. We don't know how to feel right. a woman sometimes. So, yep. And the experiences that the women have, remember, yoni to heart, you have got a massive, you guys have a massive emotions from there to there. We don't have that. We go but a lot of women right. also are not connected. Also for a of lot course. of women, our sexual yes. centers are not connected to our hearts and, and that's work to be done there. Yeah, and that's for a the lot process. of women. Yeah, once we and can really, me. yeah, and I'm sharing my experience. So my my experience was I had that connection. I was I had a lot of emotions. I can you hold did. emotions absolutely. So, you had so you were always. I loving. wasn't I wasn't coming from my headspace um, in regards to that. So I was allowed to challenge you there and feel you there, and obviously really work with you there because I was, I was in your emotions. I was, con- I was attached to your emotions. I was connected to your emotions and I can feel it all. And once you can feel that, it's I'm in touch with my emotions I can feel her emotions, then you're in the same water. You're in the same water. We're, we're dancing the same way. Right. We're moving on the same wave. And that allowed me to heal, all right? So that, that, that's the gift in a man feeling his emotions and being in touch with his emotions and That's to me, this is when we as women, we talk about, I, I just, I want to be met. I wish there was a man who could meet me or I want to be held. I want to be, um, I want to feel full. I want to be fully penetrated. I want to be fully seen. Like we crave that. And to me, like what you've explained there is just one example, a very physical example of how what you did as a man and how that made me open and surrender and trust and heal and feel fully penetrated and feel met and feel held and feel loved in a way that nothing else had ever. And and that's what opened me up, right? So that's what brought cervical orgasms into my world. That's what brought vaginal orgasms into my world was from this place. But also from, yeah. But, also but too, I shouldn't babe. say from this place. So I also don't want everyone to get confused that our lovemaking is always just healing um, because I don't want people to go like, oh, my God, what? Like, I don't get to fuck my wife anymore. Or women going like, what? Like, I love, I love being taken. So I also don't want us to confuse that. Yeah, and just on that, I spent a lot of time in that and it was very hard for me to come out of that right we did experience that place where i was more comfortable in that place you know of healing you and making love to you because that's what i felt really well gifted at but yet right. there was another part of me that was wanting to come out but because i suppressed that right. in me, it was and this it, part it was, i want to talk about because this has to do with the dark masculine series that we just oh, talked about. yeah okay okay yeah yeah so you know like 
I was very comfortable um, being in those in that emotion part. I was very comfortable making love to you from an emotional healing place because that was my gift. I felt right. that was a gift that I felt very comfortable in. Yeah. And the other part of me was getting suppressed, you know, like the, the dark masculine part of me was getting very su- suppressed and didn't want to come out because I've spent so much time healing this beautiful goddess. I don't want this distorted beast to come out. Um, what am I going to do with it when it comes out? Uh, this is not who I am. Um, so it was a very difficult part of our relationship to uh, get into. You know what right. I mean? So right. there was a lot of work. I had to do a lot of work there because you know, sexuality I wasn't something that I was very gifted with. Yes. Well, I'd say that to you, but you'd completely deny that. But that other realm, I didn't really want to go in there because I thought it was a realm of disrespecting the feminine. And right. I've just spent three and a half years, four years, who knows how long, um, loving the feminine and loving her cycle, uh, right. loving her, loving her blood, having rituals, telling her, telling her how beautiful it is to bleed on me instead of her running from it. So then I've embodied all that part of me that I was, as a healer, right? So now yep. I'm asked to step up again. What? What, <laughs> what, what do you want to – you're taking away my, my gift. Now you want me to hang you up on a, on a rope? What the hell? I'm joking, right? <laughs> but that didn't feel comfortable for me, right? I, I, I didn't feel worthy there, right? I didn't feel that was the place that I could go to or wanted to go to because – it was a place that wasn't really healing me. Right. Uh, right. Not healing you. It wasn't healing me because I felt very happy being your healer. Right. Because I was happy with those emotions. I was happy to share them and, and make love to you from that place. That's what made me feel worthy. Right. You know, and, and then we've got into the, the other part of that energy, which was, wasn't easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For and it's f- almost as if, like how I talk about the archetypes, it was – taking Pluto yeah, out of a friend, distorted yeah. form and connecting him to your heart, right? So, so that expression of the dark masculine is totally heart-connected. It's yeah, not at yeah. all disrespectful to the feminine, but no. you had to work through that process of, holy shit, if I like throw her on the bed, this is going to be disrespectful to her. Yeah, yeah, and it was a. I mean, you've seen that energy in me many times, which was healthy. But the more I was asked to, uh, well, the more I was asked to feel into that energy during our lovemaking, I would escape it. Right. Right. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm on a skateboard. And I'm out of there uh, in a way that this is not good for my partner. How dare me be like this? But it wasn't from that place. I, I had to re. Re, re, rebuild myself in a way that was allowing that oxygen to come back into that place where it's, it is healthy in me, you know, and I had to go back to that and, and find it and that's what I did. Yeah. yeah. I had to learn to express it in another way which wasn't distorted. Now, for the first time in our, in our path, I started to read about it and that's when it got to my head, right? So that's when I lost it. Uh, yeah. because that's not how I work. And once I re then come into my body and then I was able to channel it in a different way and now it's, it's coming from a real healthy place. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So the last thing I want to talk about, babe, is I want to talk about tantric sex. We've been asked a lot about that um, and I want to talk a little bit about um, the question that a woman asked in the group, which was, do you practice not ejaculating do you practice the circulation of energy 
And I would love to talk about that from a man's perspective because we've been practicing that for a long time now. And it's such a beautiful aspect of the energy of it or the ejaculation part of it. Are you talking about the complete part of all of it or? I want to talk about the complete part of all of it, including the not ejaculating and what that meant for you. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's an easy thing to talk about because I guess when I've always made love to you, um, I, my, my head's not there. So when my head's not there, and I'm in my body, and I'm in your body, then that's the, that's the tantric part. I, I mean, that's my perspective of it, is it's basically not being conscious of what I'm doing, uh, allowing my body to be free and open, um, and allowing her, and, and the trust of that, you know what I mean? So when you are consciously aware of what's going on, then thoughts come in your head, and when thoughts come in your head, ejaculation happens, you know what I mean? Right. Love making, love making is healing. It's, it's, it gives us all different aspects of life. But when you're making love to someone that you really want to connect with, it's, there's no thought. It's you just flow. You, you just touch and love and kiss and and hold and feel and sweat and and in breathe together. You know, it's it's a practice that it's just happens naturally. But only if you can get to that place of that head. Most of us are in that headspace, which is distorted from the fact of uh, a visual thing that we might have seen on tv or a visual thing that we might see some men like to watch porn or look at magazines i mean i haven't been open to that so it allows me to come into that space uh not that there's anything wrong with that people uh, have to be in that place but i was allowed to come into you from more than our experience and, and be open and love parts of your body like my gift is to heal and love that parts of those body and not be attached to that outcome because the pleasure I is I also already- just want to hold on. I need to cut you off for a second because you keep going back to this healing thing. So I don't want people to be confused and think that all that we do is heal each other and lovemaking is just healing and it's not like erotic and sensual and beautifully blissful and yeah, yeah. wildly magnificent. So I just really want to make sure that we're not um, that everyone listening isn't starting to go like, oh, yeah, okay, that's beautiful. Um, healing sex is wonderful, but I'm not really interested because not everybody's interested in healing sex. Some people are just really like, how the hell do I have magnificent orgasms? How do I find that connection, that bliss, that pleasure? And so I just, I, I needed to cut you off for a second. I had to get my 20% in by just saying a few more words. But Yeah, good, good, good. So what's your question in regards to that, in regards to I Actually, I want to hear about pleasure for you, and I want to hear about bliss for you. Oh, yeah, okay. Making. I don't want to hear about yeah. healing. I want to hear about the All pleasure. right, I've got, I've got your point, all right? I've got your point. <laughs> <laughs> but the, pleasure, the pleasure of, look, we'll go into it straight away. The, the pleasure for me was basically the satisfaction of us being able to go to a place that is untouched. And, and yeah. for me, yes. for me, Let's look at it. For me, having an uh, ejaculating, what a waste of time. For me, giving you a clitoris, what a waste of time. Uh, orgasm, yes. what is that shit? Um, but then like acknowledging, yeah, with a little bit of snot. Um, but for me, <laughs> for, for me, babe, what, what I was able to experience with you was the part that when we were making love, and God knows for how long we'll make love, 
and then I'd, I'd ejaculate because I thought that's what was required at the end of it. We were dead. I remember you saying to me, we can't get, I kept saying, I'm getting too old for this shit. You kept saying, look, this is ruining my day. I've got nothing left. So the energy that came out of that was we needed to find out how can we do this better or what's yes. going on here. And very quickly yes. we were able to then use the energy that you were trying to give me, which I was blocking. I was blocking. Where? So what, uh, between my, my, my balls and my ass, that part, I don't want to talk about, too much about it, but I had to have that. In your ass? Had, so your ass. Yeah. How do we yeah, open that? We needed to be penetrated, not <laughs> by things, mind. You can do it mentally and you can do it energetically. It doesn't have to be done by any objects, but it's okay if you want to. But I didn't need that. But what I needed to do was express that, <laughs> but open that up. And what that allowed, babe, and the truth of it is, right, we, you asked me this and within a week we did it. Um, yes. What was allowed was me surrendering that part. And then again, that's another part of the controlling masculine, you know, having control, even sexually, having control of when I'm ready to ejaculate. You know, this woman's trying to give me all this light and circulate all this magnificent energy and love and I'm blocking it. Yes. And once we opened that part up, which within the week we opened that part up, the energy flew from yes. me to you and the orgasms were magnificent. Internal, uh, internal orgasms were huge from our shakes, from our openings, from our bliss, from our complete erotic and crazy where we go to in those places and not being able to figure out what the hell happened. The orgasms were intense, right? But the greatest gift of it all was after it we had so much energy still because our bodies were just were ready to shut down. Yes. But the creativity came out of it in the real realm, right? And the realm then became the life of the real life. We were able to act and do things more precise and more open and, and, and make great decisions in business or yes. in, in things to do. We weren't spent. There was no energy wasted anymore. We were allowed to express that magnificent love and that magnificent energy into something in today's real life from it. We'd take that out into the real life and we're actually acting on it. Yes. That is my gift. Now, the internal agonies of how I felt was my body was just like a circus, right? Uh, it, it was a circus and there was no ending to it and your body just kept going with that. And that's where when the body feels like that, it's healthy. You're, you're healing. My body was getting healed. I know you don't like it, but I felt pleasurable and I didn't feel, I didn't feel that I was controlling my systems. Do you know what I mean? Right. And, and that's, the, that's the gift of it when you get to that place where you can really open up. It's that. That's what it does for you. It allows you to be really strong and, and standing and you're grounding. Uh, you know, like it's just a different part that I've never experienced. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm so glad we were able to share that. And, um, and maybe just also the ability to direct or hold an intention with our lovemaking, which we do mm. sometimes, and maybe to share a little bit with everybody listening around that. Yeah, the intentions, we, we will get together and we'll have an intention to possibly hold space for the, the collective of women coming to this workshop or it could be something that um, it might be something that we are looking for, something to help men. Let's make love to open men up. You know, can we have set an intention to open that part up which will allow you to or me to express differently in the world, you know what I mean? And, and it's an intention we hold when we make love. It's such a magnificent powerful tool to use because you're going into it collectively trying to help 
all the masculine and the feminine out there, all that energy out there, and that's what we do. We, we do that a lot. I feel for me, when I'm in that space and, and, and we do that, I feel that it'll radiate. My body goes out and it radiates to all the people that are needing this, and, it, and, it's, and it feels really good when that happens, Yeah. when we hold yeah. that intention. It's magical, really, because it's a strong it intention. It's a strong practice to go into and say, hey, we're going to make love or fuck each other for the sake of everybody else in this world today and show them how it's done and give our love from that perspective, right? And, geez, you go into that and it is a real powerful intention, you know what I mean, like to have. Yeah. Like you're making, I'm making love to a thousand different women and maybe a thousand different men. Who knows? Collectively, give them maybe more. And the person that's in front of me, I'm not even feeling her really. I'm making, we're collectively making love yeah. to spread it. And that's a powerful place to be and it's quite welcoming when you're in it. You don't really want to come out of it to be honest, because it has so much, so much force and energy around it. I mean, it's such a yeah. beautiful place to be when you, when you actually have those intentions. And to me, I just remember reading Think and Grow Rich, and there's a chapter in there on sex transmutation, the book by yeah. Napoleon Hill back when I was in my 20, early 20s. And he barely talks about it, but I remember being fascinated by it mm. and going, I have to, I, I, I know this, like I know this in my bones. I know this is true. I know this is possible, but I have no idea how to get there or how to figure that out. And this book has really given me no good insights on it other than it exists. Mm. And now, you know, 15 years later to be experiencing it with you and to be doing it. And it's not this mystical, mysterious thing. It just is this natural, beautiful, glorious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just it's just there's so much out there and I think we barely understand and we barely comprehend the possibilities of love the possibilities of love making the possibilities of tantra the possibilities of sacred sex um, the, the spiritual realms that you and I are able to access and to go to are are life altering when we get there. Um, yeah. I, I and think and I just like, to me, part of the reason why we do this, the reason why we get on a podcast together, the reason um, why we do men and women's workshops together is, is to share this. Like what else can we share with everybody? How can we share this with everyone? Because it will like you're, you're, shift everything in your life. We're real people, right? And we're experiencing the same thing as whatever else is experiencing. But, yeah, you know, how long does it take us to evolve and, and grow from that? And that's that's what we're trying to share. I mean, we, I'm sharing things that um, that we've experienced, right? And you're asking me to share that because we're all been in the same position where everybody else has been, and 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 we continually grow. But we can help them get to that place quicker with those openings or those that sharings that we're sharing here that allows them to touch space with their partner, explain to their partner. Don't be afraid. Be open with it and, and, and share. And if that person is ready to share that and, and be open with it, your body feels good. You feel yeah. good because you will always align yourself and that's what we're trying to share. You asked me to come on a podcast to share that. There's nothing hiding here. We just – and some of the things were, were probably wrong, like you cut me off. Um, <laughs> and, and at the end of the day, it's, I will speak my truth and you will then redirect me to where it needs to go and that's, and that's fine. And that's all we want to share. And, and hopefully people get along and, and understand that 
don't be afraid to speak and, and listen to your soul, listen to your alignment, where you want to be and, and just speak it. And making love that way, it's the same. Just make love and, and have no boundaries. Just really be connected to each other's body and, and feel where you want to go and, and enjoy the process, you know what I mean? And speak about it. Share afterwards. What did I experience? Did you experience anything? I felt something. The man, feel if you felt something in her yoni. Experience, say, look, geez, I felt something there. What was that? Did you feel that? Yeah, I did. Allow her to express what she felt, yeah. not just bypass and say, yeah, that was good. That was a good organ. What, what was it? And it could have been something blissful. It could be something that was in the past life. Fucking open it. Share it. Ask the question. And when you feel it with your cock, ask her, what is that? There's something there. Can you feel that? Oh, yeah. You might say it's painful. Uh, don't be there. Don't go there. Um, go there. Open it up. I want to feel what that is. Let it happen. Don't not go there. Feel it. And this is what we our journey is about. It's about that and, and lovemaking is always about that. And I feel when you can get to that place of feeling each other and really knowing each other's bodies, um, it's very open. It's an open book for us. And we'll continue to share what we have to share every time. I've got no problems in so sharing. So when is life. our first tantric lovemaking workshop? Oh, God, already? It's throwing me on that. Yeah, we need to do something. We really... <laughs> We need, I need to go and walk around. I need to do a street walk and pick three or pick 20 men who have no idea. And so, hey, bang, 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 bang. I've got a retreat for you and it's about sex and tantric. Bring them. And if I can train them up, <laughs> if I can train them up to love a woman and change, I've done my job right. Oh, my God. <laughs> can you let me do that? Stab. Yes, babe. Yes. Um, now, you're, now you're lying. I can see it. Two years ago. So two years ago. You want me? Hang on. Before you go, you want me to initiate Dad more sends men? Me. Well, yeah. Oh, well, let me do it. I'll go Is and initiate more men. Is your phone dying? No, Is yours. <laughs> All right. Good. <laughs> no, we're getting close though. Our All time's right. almost up. Um, well, yeah, I think all of the women of rewilding are dying for you to go and initiate more men dying for it. They're dying for more men, more, more conscious men who want to have big, beautiful, wild tantric sex. Yes. And who are happy to be on the path of evolution. Okay. That's my purpose. I'm out there. I'm going to go out there today shopping for these men and go, listen, I've got these magnificent women. They're rewilding. They're crazy. (laughs) They're out there. Um, and they are the most beautiful lovers. You're going shopping hearted. for men. I'm going. I'm going to get my. I'm going to do it today. Uh, and the best place to go to is a is a is a, a tab where they gamble and a pub. I'm going to go oh, in there. God. So listen, my job is to transform these men into conscious men. I've got. We should do a I've reality got, show. This should be a reality show. Yeah, it's my show. But I'm going to go today. <laughs> We have got we have got amazing women out there who are wanting to find a conscious man. You know what? Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna open up these men and say, listen here, I've got some magnificent women here who are lovers who are all complete in their fullness. Don't let that scare yes. you. I'm gonna make you into a better man. I love it. When are you starting today? Today you're going shopping. Today I'm gonna get, I'm going shopping today. <laughs> I'm going shopping today. I'm gonna open it up and. I'll probably be sick for another month, all right? Um, but I'm going to go into these places and say, listen. Because <laughs> you're out of alignment. Rewild with me, I'm going to say. Rewilding for men. That's what it's going to be. I'm going to take it on. Oh, you're... 
rewilding, rewilding with Stav. The the website's ready to go. Rewilding for men. It's built. It's done. It's just not turned on yet. Hey, it's great. ready. Keep it off. You just got to push the button on. You're set, babe. Okay, am I done now? <laughs> yes. Do you have any last words that you want to share with the women or the men of rewilding? Last words. What tips have you got for them? What advice have you got for them? That'll tips save them for women. years of heartache that you've had to go through. Tips for, with women, share what you're feeling. Don't hide. Don't feel that you're different to anybody else. Share it with your man. If you really love him, don't hide it because the longer the gut goes, the longer it goes, the easier it is for you to fall back in those patterns when you reach for him. So yes. let's meet him. Every time you have a growth, meet him. Take him there. Yep. Don't I let that gut go. Don't let it go too wide because you will fall back into old patterns and it's very hard to fall uh, to to go back to that as we've experienced in our life as well. For the man, be present. Just be present with him. You don't have to follow the path of spirituality or anything like that. Just be present with him. Hold some space for him. Uh, Be there for him. What does it mean? What does it mean to be present? uh, Just when a woman comes to you uh, and and you can feel her that she's going to come to you to talk about something that has not been talked about, don't escape, hop on a scope and disappear. Just hold some space and just be there and listen. Don't be judgmental. Yeah. Feel her. Just feel her for God's sake and get in a habit of doing that. And the more habit you can get into that, the more she's going to be willing to share more things with you. Right. From a place that's of true. not being feared. And that's what it is. Us men, we just need to just be present. It doesn't mean that we don't have to listen to it. We don't have to listen to it sometimes, but be present and not judgmental. Give and her 20 build minutes. That up. Yeah, but I build that up. I this thing this weekend. Give her 20 minutes. Look at your watch. Give her 20 minutes. You don't say you're giving her 20 minutes, but you just keep saying to her, tell me more. Can you tell me more about that? Can you tell me more about that? Exactly, she's not even going to make it to 20 minutes. Yeah, but guys go into there. it and the, like, you hear like one minute she's going on and on about blah, 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 blah. And the, the first, you're just yeah, switched the first off. Thing, just, trust me, like, you'll be rewarded. You'll be rewarded with gifts upon gifts, guys, if you just keep asking the question, tell me more, and you stay present. You can't switch off. Like, you have to stay present. That's, but that's I the promise case. you, she won't even make it to 20 minutes. We run out of steam. And then we switch over into love balls and we just want to rip your pants off. Yeah, but it's more than that, ripping your pants off. It's more than that. It's If you really love this person, you want to see her evolve and grow, think how valuable it's going to be just for you as well in, in a relationship and your children, wherever it might be, in the world. Just be present. Um, feel her. Understand her. And really, the more you can do that and be less judgmental, have no questions. Don't give a question. Just ask her, what can I do for you? What else can I do for you now? Is there anything I can do now? Just ask those questions. And nine times out of ten, they'll say, no, no, just be here, just hold me. That's all. And over a period of time, she'll be able to open up more to you. And the more she opens up to you, the more you can dive into it with her and help her, you know, and grow with her. And believe me, the benefits that you'll get is you get to see yourself grow as well if you accept the light. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, what you are receiving is her being present with you and sharing what she's feeling instead of being in the darkness. And that allows her to grow and allows her soul to be open as well. And that's my gift for the man and the woman. Just do that and, and things will be always coming from a place of um, evolving and growing, you know what I mean, and, and not holding back. So have you got anything to share with me, Sabrina Lynn, that you're not telling me? I feel something. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) That is usually what he says to me. He's not even exaggerating that at all. He'll say that. 
I, I can feel you. On. I can feel there's something going on. I can feel it. There's like, I don't even know what's going on. He's just like penetrating deep into my brain and I don't even know what's going on. I yeah. feel it though. I feel it. There's something in there. I, I don't know. No, that's, that's your head going again. No, 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 no. There's something. I'll come back to it later. <laughs> Right. Baby, I love you. Thank you I love so you too. much. Thank you for, for the this. invite. It was magnificent. And to everybody listening, thank you so much for being here, for co-creating this space with us. And um, if you've got comments, happy to hear them in the Facebook group or on the blog post. There's a comment section on rewildingforwomen.com underneath this particular episode. We'd love to hear if you've got any feedback or other questions, or if you'd love to hear Stab on another podcast, let us know. All right, that's it. All right. I love you, babe, and I love all of you who've been here. Take care. <laughs>